Hey there, you're dialed into Reboots, featuring stories about people who have been forced to start over in life or in business, all walks of life, anonymous or named, high profile or low down, stories with heart, soul, and grit. Because knowing and sharing our stories is essential for living a life of joy, experiencing healthy relationships, and impacting the world around us in a positive way. Here's your host, Tracy Winchell. Okay, I'm pretty excited about this Reboots Extra episode with Llewellyn Racing. It's almost racing season, and Reboots Podcast is partnering with Llewellyn Racing and I've got Mark and Landon here with us to uh, talk about um, what brought them to racing, the history of racing in Western Arkansas, and how we're teaming up for this racing season. Hey, guys. Hello. Hey. So through the power of the interwebs, you guys are in Greenwood, Arkansas, and I'm in Lavaca, Arkansas on a weekday afternoon. And um Looks like spring is coming, and the racing season is just about to get underway. Tell me about a uh, uh, little bit about the racing season, and um, especially, Mark, your involvement uh, in, in the local tracks around here the last many years. Yes, uh, I've been very fortunate the last year uh, to get involved with the new Arcoma Speedway, which opened up in Arcoma um, last uh, May, I believe, was when we got our first race out. Um, it is a, a smaller track than some of the other tracks in this area. Uh, they race go-karts on Friday nights and uh, what are called micro sprints on Saturday nights. And they start their season this weekend uh, with some uh, cold weather racing, but uh, it'll be a great show and hope everybody comes out and watches. Um, they, they really are very family-oriented um, uh place to race out there and uh i've gotten lucky to be the voice of arcoma speedway the and voice they, of arcoma yeah. speedway <laughs> <laughs> okay so crawford county speedway that, that that's a racetrack that's been around a long time right yes and uh, i worked i have raced there i worked as the uh, uh track announcer for several years there a super great family uh that runs that track uh Peggy and, and Billy Don and uh, Remington Watson and, and the rest of their family are all involved in, in the track. It's kind of a family-oriented uh, business, and uh, they've been they've operated it for a long time now. That's awesome. Um, okay, so uh, Mark, give me you know you and I've done radio for a long time, and I know you still get it too because I still get it. Hey, Tracy, do me some. X, you know, like your radio voice. So, uh, give me your best Crawford County Speedway voice, like how you're going to call the the welcome to the track for the season. Give me that. Come on now, throw some on me. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the first green flag at Arcoma Speedway. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, so tell me what you've done all winter to get ready to go racing. Mostly what we've done is go get a ca cars. We have already got bought four already this year. 
Four cars. So how? Where, what's that process like? Do you go buy a race car or do you go to the salvage yard and say, hey, that looks like a body or you, you kind of do a Franken, Frankenstein car? How <laughs> yeah, that works? Well, it used to be actually like that. Um, you went into the salvage yard and looked for a car. But now uh, mostly there's people that already have them built from uh, the factories and stuff that build them. Um, so we mostly just go to people that have them already built and stuff like that. And you have to make some road trips to go actually look at the car and say, yeah, this is what you want, and then you trailer it back home, right? Yes. Yeah, our so, first, my first deal was I went to uh, the other side of Dallas, Texas, and picked up the car that we thought was going to be Landon's car for this year. Um, drove back from Dallas and, and the monsoon flood that, that came through there. Oh, wow. And then uh, we got home. We had some problems with that car. And uh, we decided that uh, we would go a different route. Um, we purchased a front-wheel drive car so that Landon could race at the Spooker at Tri-State. And I was going to race that car this year. Um, what's what's the spooker? What is that? It's a big race out of Tri-State Speedway. It's kind of the the end of the season uh, for this area, and guys come from all over. And there's like a whole different, almost every class of race car there is. They they have a they race out there, and there's I think normally around 300 cars that oh. participate over a four night four wow. or five night event. So it's it's really cool and. And uh, Landon had always wanted to get to race in the Spooker, and so uh, he got to. Awesome. Okay, so you've taken the car that you bought last year to run in the Spooker, and you spent all winter getting it ready. Um, what else do you have to do? Do you have to do body work or or uh, tune the engine, uh, do your setups? How does that work? Well, <laughs> what we ended up doing was um, we went and bought two more cars, and we uh, we're selling, we sold one of them, I have another one to sell, but the opportunity came up to buy a couple of cars and what we call mini stocks, which are um, Pintos and Mustangs, uh, type cars, Chevettes and, and Toyotas. And so we have a Pinto and a Mustang because the parts are uh, fairly interchangeable. And the reason we did that was because hopefully uh, we'll get to race against each other some this year. And the opportunity <laughs> to do that was was just something that I'd always look forward to. <laughs> that is cool. Landon, how long have you been racing? I mean, you've been racing since you were like a little guy. Um, I think I've been racing since 2016, 2015, somewhere around there. Well, you, you raced out. Of, he actually started drag racing. Uh, he got to drive a junior dragster. I think you were... Whenever he was old enough, I was about to do it. So I think he was, I think like, I was eight. like eight. Yeah. yeah. Eight years old. So you're not even double that now. You've been racing half your life. Well, yeah. Now. <laughs> More than half your life. Yeah. So it's, it, why is that? How, how on earth did you get involved in racing? You just, it's just the family lineage. Is that how that works? Pretty much, it it was my dad was racing at the time I was born, 
And I grew up watching him race at Tri-State and Crawford in a uh, class, what they call um, peer stock. And he had this one car that was we called a uh, short bus. And I used to grow up watching him race that car. So I always wanted to grow up, grow my, grow up driving race cars. So. And I, I know you well enough to know you were, you're persistent and you started and you're, you're smart and intelligent. You know what you want. I can totally see you um, figuring out the youngest race in the area you could drive in and starting to bug your mama and daddy about, I'm going to race as soon as I'm old enough, right? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> this isn't a case of, of dad saying you're going to be a racer son and live vicariously through you. That ain't it at all, is it? No. So what what is it about racing that is so much fun? Is it the preparation? Is it the getting in the car and driving and going as fast as you possibly can? What is it? It's going in. It's getting that car and just going as fast as I can, sliding through the corners, and then uh, throwing the mud up, and that's just a, it's the thrill of it and stuff. Well, that's the, that's the thing about dirt tracks. A lot of people don't know this. I was an adult before I fully understood what it, what guys on a dirt track are doing is exactly how my papa got into and out of <laughs> out of a a corner with my my cousins and me in the car going down a dirt road in 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 Independence County, Arkansas. If if I, my mama had known she that her daddy was carrying her baby like you you got to turn right real hard in order to slide left right tell me yep. how how that how that works to get into a corner because that's well, crazy fun yeah you got that right it is crazy fun but learning how to turn a corner and make the your car turn left um it's kind of after you get it, it's kind of basic, but kind of hard at the first time because you want to hit the right mark on that track. And different, every other track have different marks where you slow down to turn. So at like Crawford, I wait till I'm to the two white tires and then I turn. I don't and not I just let off the gas don't touch the brake and just tap that gas easily and then whenever i'm coming out i'll fully uh push the gas pedal all the way down and but whenever i was in a sprint car they have a big tire on the right rear and i would have to slow down coming into the corner then get right back on the gas to get it up onto the wall so i would have to make a hard right to make it turn left and slide see i'm getting chill bumps because my papa <laughs> used to do that when i was little and like i said i didn't know how dangerous and how silly that was until i was an adult but man it was fun because here's the thing when you're making a move like that and there are other people on the track, depending on how your car is set up, depending on how fast you're going. If you're just a, if you miss by just a little bit, you're liable to hit somebody on your outside, right? Oh, yes. Uh, yes, that is 
a lot of the times that happens with the new drivers because they don't know that track and sometimes they're not used to that car. So um, how do you how do you do that? I mean, how do you know, oh, I'm around so and so, he's a rookie. <laughs> you identify him. Yeah. <laughs> they'll they're uh rookies most of the time. Um you can spot them easily. They're going out a little bit they're loose all the time and they're slow sometimes and sometimes they'll try to slam on the pedal and then next thing you know they crash the car and um that you can just really tell a rookie by what they do and stuff mark what's it like for you what was it like for you when landon was a rookie and making all of those mistakes um yeah it's it's nerve-wracking um but I know that we, you know, the car is safe as can be. Um, and, you know, you just kind of got to let it go. Um, but then you also, there's a lot of pride when you see him uh, getting better every week and you see him, uh, you know, coming in with a big old grin on his face. Um, you know, that makes it all worthwhile in a hurry. Yeah. And yeah. You know, a lot of people don't understand. Um you know, it looks like, oh, he's just out there driving, you know. In a circle. In circles. But the car is so on the edge of out of control that if you could stand there and when that car is in the middle of the corner, if you could just take your arm and push that car, you could make it spin out. And that that's how close to out of control you have to be going to go go really fast. So, you know, it's, it's right on the edge of, of uh, out of control, as I say. You know, I've, I've, I've heard drivers talk about um, how when, when they're in the race car, nothing else in life matters. Troubles don't matter because, you, you, because the car is nearly out of control. That is all you can think about. So is that your experience, Landon? Is that a liberating thing for you? Yes. Um, mostly whenever I'm in the car, you're – if you come and walk up to me and you'll see my eyes are all the way focused. I mean, the world is not, I'm drowned out of the world. I'm zoned into a race and I'm not worried about getting hurt because I know I got a roll cage. I got a seat. And I got belts and a fireproof suit and a helmet to protect me. Is and, there? A, oh, I'm sorry. Go oh, ahead. No, you go ahead. It, is there anything else in this life that makes you feel as focused or as at peace as when you are driving an almost out of control car? Um. That would that would probably be nothing. And see, that's just so that's just such the opposite of what most of us would think. That being in an out of control car would be nerve wracking, and for you, it's the opposite, right? Yes, ma'am. Wow, it's, Mark, it's do you have some perspective on that? It is almost surreal because every 
part of your body is in tune with the cards. Almost like, and it sounds cliche, but you almost become part of the machine. Uh, you know, the, the nerves on the back of your legs, um, you know, your, your, your nose is smelling, you know, you might smell something on the car in front of you. You smell something going wrong with your car. Um, you can taste, you can't, um, and, and on dirt tracks, we can't run with a mirror. And so Why you is actually that? have to, because the track is small enough that if you had a mirror, you could block other cars. And, and, you know, it's just, I don't know, it's kind of a, I guess, tradition or, or whatever, but you have to, you really get a feel of if where the cars around you are at. Um, you know, I mean, I don't even, it's part hearing, it's part just a, a sense that, you know, he's coming around on the inside, you know, and, and stuff like that. So it's really, you know, it's, it, it, I, I don't know even know how to describe it other than your entire senses, every sense in your body is involved. And, uh, you know, it, it's, uh, it's just something you have to experience, I think, to really truly understand. And that's why, you know, it's so hard to quit. Um, <laughs> it's hard to get away from it because it's like a drug. Yeah, it almost is an addiction. <laughs> Okay, so one of your big goals is to race together this year. What what's that gonna be like? Do you think both both of you? I want both of you to answer. Oh. <laughs> Landon, you're like we'll probably we'll race each other harder than we'll race anybody else. I'm sure. We're I'm I'm probably gonna rub them a little bit. <laughs> oh. Now rubbing's racing, right? That's yes, right. that's right. Okay, so you're gonna get in a fight afterwards? <laughs> no, because <laughs> he can't drive home yet. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> and that's another thing. He's Landon. Landon doesn't have his driver's license yet, and here he is talking about how he's gonna beat his old man in a in a race car. Wow. Well, you know, I've taught him everything he knows, but I haven't taught him everything I know. Oh, <laughs> dishing a little dirt on the Reboots podcast, and it's not all on the track. <laughs> hey, but hey, remember, I still got Stan yeah. on my side. Who's Stan? Stan Lewis is, uh, aka Mr. Excitement, is one of our uh, good friends at the racetrack that races in the same class um, as us. Um, We've known him. I've known him ever since I was born. My dad's known him longer than Landon's. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, so what's he going to do to be on your side and hurt his BFF? You're just like an honorary (laughs) nephew. I don't know if I'd count on that, my brother. I'm going to learn a lot of stuff from him about how to drive a mini stock. Okay. When do when do you think you're going to race each other? Do do you, do you have a date circled on the calendar, or how how's that going to work out? No, because um, I want to get his car up and going to get him, you know, have him time to to be able to work with him and 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 kind of get him used to that kind of race car um, because it's totally different than anything he's driven before. 
And then, you know, that gives me time to get my car ready to go. And then we got to figure out how to get both cars to the racetrack at the same time. So, you know, it's, I, I would say it'll probably be sometime this early summer before we get to do that. But, you know, I've, I've been around a long time, so I'm patient. Uh-oh, I think that, Landon, that's a threat. That's a threat. I'm patient. <laughs> me on the other hand. Stuff. Well, me on the other hand, I'm not patient. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay, now, uh, serious. We we we're we're kind of having some fun, and we're 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 dishing a little dirt. But I, one of the things that I love about talking racing with you guys is is something that I can't even quantify. It's maybe it's that feeling that I get watching the two of you interact. You guys have been so excited about getting ready for this racing season and it does my heart good um when you guys are enjoying a good day because you know let's let's just be real. Reboots is about being real. It it's not easy for dads and sons, especially when the son is a teen or a preteen. I mean, I don't know of a single father-son, daughter-son, or daughter, you know, you you get what I mean, parental (laughs) adolescent relationship that doesn't have its, its rough moments. But to see you guys be able to celebrate father and son through racing Landon, what what does that mean to you to know your dad's sharing almost everything he knows with you? He just shows me how much he loves me, cares about me, shows me um, how much he wants me to know about it and stuff like that. Uh, but at the same time, it shows me that he still got a little bit of secrets. That, that I don't. That I He's don't know a KG about. dude, yeah. isn't he? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but most mostly I'm me being thirteen and about to turn fourteen, and I know all my friends don't get along with their parents because they're teens and stuff like that. Um, he just feels. It feels good to get along with a parent and that being and being a teenager. Do you do you think that the 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 communication that you have with racing, the bonds that you build, where he demonstrates his love to you, is does that make it easier when the hard life lessons come in your mind, Landon? I think yes. That that's mostly all of it, pretty much. Because we share the same bonds and everything. What's an example of um, something that he's done on the racetrack or getting you ready to race where you just know, hey, that dude loves me? (laughs) Uh, There's a lot of times. At the track um, this weekend when you were racing, were oh, there any moments tra- where you were thought, my daddy loves me? Yes. Or my uh, daddy's going to kill me? Uh, <laughs> yes, yes. When I hit the wall coming out of turn two. 
<laughs> yeah, he came in all mad, and then he got out and looked at the front end, and there wasn't any damage. He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> he just knew I was going to be upset, and we were too busy laughing, enjoying the moment. <laughs> well, Mark, kind of a similar question for you. Um, you know, being a dad isn't easy. Um so these moments where that you can share with Landon, what's what's it like when things are going good, even when things are going bad, and he hits the wall and you're laughing at him? What what's what's that like? Does that just kind of make everything worth it when life is hard? You know, it, it's it gives us something that we have a we can relate to each other on, and. Um, there's just something special about, you know, I, I remember uh, times when my dad and I would go fishing. Um, it was something that we could do together that we really enjoyed that um, that was a special time. Um, and even with my papa, you know, going fishing with him, uh, just anything that that we can do or we can spend time with our, our kids and do something fun. It makes it um, it just it, it makes it totally different. And, and it, it's been a challenge to me um, because with some of the issues that I have dealt with, um, with anger issues, um, that had been a stumbling block. Um, and so to be able to uh, work on that and then to see it uh, really play out uh, when we've been in some situations where normally it would have been a, you know, working on the car and, and, you know, having issues and where even when we ran the racing go-karts, you know, we'd end up getting mad at each other. And um, now then, um, you know, we can usually um, talk it out, talk it out and say, Hey, you know, we'll, we'll fix this. We'll get this done. We'll, you know, and if we had to, we'll walk away for a few minutes and go in the house and, then we'll cool off and we'll come back and attack it again. And we've been able to work things out that way uh, this year, which has made it just so much more fun. I mean, you know. Wow. Wow. So this whole notion of, of rebooting one's attitude toward anger or something like that means maybe a relationship reboot with the someone who's one of the closest people to you. Is that how that works? Yeah, I'd say there's definitely been a, a reboot, um, and uh, you know it's it's a totally different household, um, you know, um, and, and I think that the racing is a part of it, and then a part of it of this is making racing better. Um, so um, I, it, it's been it's been a positive uh, for us for sure. Wow, that's really neat. Um, before we leave, I I want to I want to uh, pick your brain, Mark, about um, how someone who's listening might be able to know if they've got an anger issue and what to do about it. Um, but I want to park that for just a second and and get back to to the racing side of things. Like, what's what's this season going to be like? I mean, we we we've, we've gotten a partner up with you, and um, you in Landon's racing the number five reboots podcast Mustang. Um, how many races are you going to run? We're we're working on that um, because um, 
every other Saturday night I'm announcing at Arcoma. And so, um, you know, he'll be racing every other Saturday night and then we'll try to work some other events in that way too. Uh, sometimes around the holidays, we get more races in. So, um, you know, I think we'll at least make probably 15 or 20 uh, races this year. And, you know, and then that's probably conservative. Um, and uh, it's, you know, it's, it's, it gets demanding by the time summer's over with, you know, when you're out there and it's, a, you know, we go through the, the, the extremes weather wise, you know, we'll be out freezing to death the first couple of weeks of the season. And then, you know, you have about three or four weeks where the weather's nice and then, and then it's a hundred degrees and you're sweating for all your worth inside all that fireproof uh, uniform stuff. It ain't fun either, but you know, and, and we couldn't do it without sponsorship and that's, you know, we're, we're really excited about Reboots podcasting coming along and being a part of that. And, um, and, and sponsorship is something that it's something I take seriously because I don't want to have a, someone that I don't want somebody paying for my hobby. Does that make sense? And so it's important to me if I have somebody on the side of my car that I can do something for them. And so, um, whether they get a benefit from it. So, um, I'm really excited because I think that, uh, I think we'll be able to, it'll be a good partnership. Oh, I know and, it. Yeah. And, and, uh, uh, so, and it's really fun. I think it's great for, for Landon to, um, to have a, a sponsorship that he can work with. Um, because, uh, if, if he wants to step up in the next level, you know, the, the being able to work with sponsorship is, is key, um, uh, to getting, getting the opportunities to move it to advance. So I think it's really cool. Oh, well, I think it's awesome too. Um, so, so Landon, you know, uh, it, folks my age and your dad's age, um, who, who have watched NASCAR for a long time and were from anywhere in Arkansas or Oklahoma, we understand that some, um, big name racing, um, legends like Rusty Wallace and Mark Martin, those guys uh, raced uh, at Tri-State Speedway. It's an asphalt track. Um, but, dude, it, it, is that something you kind of aspire to? Or are you going to be content to, to kind of um, hang out like your dad and be a pro on the weekends and um, just live a kind of a quiet, unassuming life otherwise? What are you thinking you might come to? Well, I kind of first start, thought about entering NASCAR whenever I got older. And, uh, cause I wanted, I wanted to be like, um, Tony Stewart coming from dirt racing to NASCAR. And, uh, also got to know a lot about Mark Martin because my dad knew him and talked to him and stuff like that before. And, um, then also um, hearing about Rusty Wallace, start, uh, like racing at Tri-State with Martin Martin. Chili Bowl, maybe? 
Yes. Uh, <laughs> that is one of my that is one of my dreams. I've always wanted to drive at the Chili Bowl in a midget and win a golden driller. That is like one of my top goals in life. Um, and that's one thing that I want to do. So. so you have a plan for making that happen? I mean, you're a young man, so if you've even got a semblance, just just having a goal is a big deal, but having a semblance of an inkling of a plan, dude, that would be awesome. Um, well, right now I'm mostly going to stick with stock cars, and then I might move up to uh, micros again and see where that takes me. Then I'll probably end up in a uh, uh, – small block uh sprint car and then i'll do midgets is there is there an age requirement for uh for for driving in the chili bowl i think 18 i don't know about the chili bowl i know the event leading up to it's called the shootout with the micro sprints and i think if you're um Old enough to crawl in one, you're old enough for that. Uh, and, and it's really amazing. I mean, there's there's 10 and 11-year-old kids out there that are wheeling cars that look like cagey veterans. And, uh, and, and and they'll be racing out at Arcoma Speedway out there. And, it's you know, you think they're adults, and then they introduce them when they get out of the car, and you're like, it's just a 10-year-old or 11-year-old, or she's just 12 or 13 years old, and they drive the wheels off of them and, and compete right up there with the adults. So. Uh, I think dirt track racing is alive and well um, because there's a lot of kids that are just loving it. So Landon, do, do, do you think maybe that that's a that, beyond the chili bowl that maybe you'd kind of like to be a professional driver someday? Uh, I might, but it depends on like where I uh probably am in the mindset of doing. So I'll probably just mostly just stick around dirt racing because that's what I grew up doing and he gets preached to by his daddy every day that you know, make it fun. Um, enjoy this. And, you know, uh, if opportunities are there, talents there, uh, then it will happen. But don't um, don't get so caught up on on trying to go somewhere that you don't enjoy the ride, because, you know, it, there's nothing more fun than this. And, and just enjoy it and, and not feel pressured to, you know, to try to stand out or try to, you know, um, because I think if you're having fun and, and there's opportunities, they'll come. If not, you had fun, you know? <laughs> so um, that's what I try to preach to him is just enjoy it. Well, and, and that's a mark of maturity because, I mean, you're you're not quite 14 yet, Landon. And, and even at that point, I was putting major amounts of pressure on myself to – do extraordinarily well at whatever I did. There was a point some somewhere between 14 and 
17 or 18 where I just, I forgot how to have fun. So, you know, your dad's right again. Yes. What, what made you kind of decide that he was right on this topic? Um, mostly that just, I knew right off top he was right about that because I knew most of the drivers that were, that are in NASCAR, they grew up being good at what they did and got into it because they were so good. They got a, uh, like a sponsor so they could race. But most of them didn't grow up dirt racing in a small town. Like, uh, the only people that I think that there are that race in NASCAR that do, that did grow up dirt racing is Clint Boyer um, and uh, Tony and Tony, yeah, Tony. Christopher Bell. Christopher Bell and, and Kyle Larson. Kyle Larson, yeah, that's all, pretty much. So, just have fun at it, huh? Yeah, that's, that's what I've lived up to. That's what I've grown up saying, and that's that's our saying at our house. Just if just hop in the car, don't make you you don't have to make it perfect. You just have to have fun, and that's all that matters. So, do do you believe that mantra to be true more this year than it has in the past because of your changing relationship with your dad? Yes, it. I believe that more. It's just. Well, I don't know. Okay. I don't know how to. I can tell you're struggling to kind of find the words for this. So let me, let me maybe ask the question a little bit better because I'm supposed to be a professional interviewer, right? Um, (laughs) So maybe like when you got out of the car Saturday after you ran it into the wall and you were expecting dad to come unglued and instead you realized he was laughing at you what was that like uh once i knew he was laughing i was like well i'm gonna have some uh, somebody uh talk about this for a long time because <laughs> <laughs> if he had been mad then uh, it would have been a whole thing and then it would have been over but now then y'all are going to be laughing at it for the rest of your lives Yep. So you think that's going to help you have fun the next time you run the car into the wall? I wanted to say it would help me have fun next time, I, but I'd say it would help me know he wouldn't be that. He won't be mad. He just laughed and say, "If you had fun, I'll let you crash it." Don't. But he has to fix it. <laughs> yeah, but I have to the, fix it. The, the the car sponsor says, "Don't wreck the car unless you know." You're trying to win the race. <laughs> I think that's only happened one time. <laughs> yeah, when that white flag comes out, the rules are yes. off. So. <laughs> yes, I agree. Don't hurt yourself, but, you know, 
Go for it, my brother. So is there anything else that uh, you guys want to talk about before I, I kind of ask Mark to wrap us all up into um, kind of beyond racing and um, um, just kind of get back to the, the impacts of your lives and your relationship through racing? Uh, one thing I want to do say is one of the things that's really neat about racing, um, we've talked about the driving part of it, but the camaraderie is unreal. Um, everybody wants to help everybody. Um, you don't want to beat somebody because uh, their car broke down. You want to beat them at their best. And um, and we've been blessed with having, uh, Landon talked about Stan, and uh, we have uh, Eric Ellis has uh, really helped us out this year and, and has really kind of mentored Landon. Um, Saturday, he was telling him, you know, some different ways to drive his car, and it was really making a difference. You could see the improvement in, in, as he advanced through the day. So um, it's just, it's really neat to see, um, you know, older people helping younger people, younger people doing what they can do working together. Um, and like I say, the people that have helped us out, we just can't say enough, enough good things about. So community is important. Let's kind of put a bow on all of this. And, and Mark, you talked earlier about, um, um, the importance of dealing with, with anger. What, when did you recognize, gosh, maybe anger is impacting my relationships in a negative way. So how, how does somebody know, Gosh, I got an anger problem. You know, I think when it really hit me was I was driving home one day and uh, I got in a verbal uh, shouting match with somebody who had pulled out in front of me and um, was pursuing them and trying to get them to pull over to the side of the road so that we could hash it out. And something right then, I, you know, I think God spoke to me and said, that's enough. And and then I started taking inventory of, of what, you know, went on in our family. And, you know, most of the time, if I was in a bad mood, pretty soon everybody was in a bad mood. If I was angry, everybody was angry. Landon was learning from me that anger was a way to deal with things. And, um, that's when I got involved with uh, Celebrate Recovery. And, man, it's just, I mean, I, it's totally different here now, you know, in our house. Um, it's not that we don't sometimes get upset with each other, but it doesn't end up with a screaming, yelling match. It doesn't, you know, um, I can be able to control it myself. And when I can control myself, it helps everybody else get control. And um, I think that's really going to make a difference. I, I think that's where racing has made a difference is it's something that we can say we're tested, I guess, a little bit because things happen on the racetrack. Things happen working on the car that tend to make you upset. And when we can learn together to, work through those and not end up in a yelling match, but, you know, all right, let's sit down, let's logically work this out, or, you know, let's go cool off, or let's go um, uh, do something else. You know, uh, we've got a pond right behind the house. If we have to take a break and go fishing, uh, you know, that's a 
incredibly calming thing to do. So just learning that that anger is not the, the response that we have to have, that there's other options to work through things. It's just made a world of difference. Wow. Landon, is there a time when you can kind of see dad about to lose it where you just kind of say, hey, let's step away from the car and go fishing. Do you have kind of a mechanism for helping dad um, curb that anger and do something else? Yeah, I'm also would just say, uh, um, like, you know what, just forget it. Like, right now, just let's go and do something. I was like, let's go inside. Let's cool off and stuff. Do you, do you use um, humor to deflect him and make him start laughing when he's about to blow up, maybe? Or is that dangerous? Yeah. <laughs> it, I, yeah. It can be dangerous. <laughs> we both do that yeah. on each other a lot. Uh, well, um, I just I'm really excited about um about uh getting to come and watch a couple of races with you guys and and more than anything, I'm just thrilled when I get to see pictures of you guys and video of you guys even about to hit the wall, Landon. <laughs> and getting ready for the racing season and and um I, I, I your dad pointed out um you just have this gigantic smile when you're thinking about racing and uh it does my heart good and I'm so proud of both of you and uh excited about the 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 upcoming season. Thank you and thank you for you know coming on board and helping us out because uh that makes a world of difference to us also. Well, um, you guys make the world, make a, a world of difference to me too. And, and Llewellyn racing is, a is, a, a part of the family and I'm pretty <laughs> excited about uh, where you're headed. Thank you. Thank you. Remember, have fun. That's right. We hope this episode has helped you in some way. If so, we'd love to hear from you. Maybe someone you care about might benefit from the Reboots Podcast. It's easy to share from our website, rebootspodcast.com. The Reboots Podcast is a production of Winchell Storyworks Incorporated, a company dedicated to helping businesses and individuals know, share, and live their stories in order to impact the world around us in a positive way and to achieve financial freedom.